You're listening to the audio-only version of our new show, Reality Check. To see the live video version, head over to yourrealityrecaps.com or YouTube slash Reality Recaps. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a very special Reality Check slash Opposite Worlds show. I am so excited for our guests and hopefully guests on this episode. Uh, but first, you guys know the deal. You can follow me over on Twitter. I'm at Reality Recap. Hey guys, it's John Richardson, Comedy Jonah. So excited to talk to Sam and Lauren when she gets here. You can follow me, Comedy Jonah. And hi, it's Sam from Opposite World, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sam, S A M M underscore Murphy. And, and of course, her link will be under this show on the edited version. I also want to say Lauren's a little MIA at the moment, but we believe that she is coming. Sam, you can just jump in and tell us if she sends you any text that's like, I need help. It's fine. Okay, perfect. We, we, can, edit, we can edit around. I'm stuck it. in the past. I need I'm, to go. <laughs> come, come to the future, Lauren. Come, I'm so ready to grovel to you. <laughs> I know we're trying to beckon for her to join us. <laughs> um, just very quickly, I want to let you guys all know this is not the last of our opposite world coverage. I believe uh, one Jeff Fry will be on next Saturday, and I want to get Lizette on. And Danielle uh, is going to be on Tuesday on our Bravo recap show because she is a huge housewives fan so thumbs up and subscribe to this youtube channel it really helps support our show check out the new website and of course john what else can they do to support us they can help us with live streaming with with streaming costs with website costs by helping us fund our kickstarter starter at yourrealityrecaps.com forward slash kick Please, any little bit helps. Even sharing with your friends, family, fans of reality show, help us out. We want to do a lot of live events this year, and this will help it. Help us bring you more content. It will. It 100% will. Now, before I say anything else, I want to let all of you guys know, if you're watching on the YouTube page, you can leave your questions below this video for Sam and Lauren, and we will ask them throughout the show. But I just have to give a special shout out to Sam's mom. Hi, Sam's mom. We know that you like Hi, us and that you watched us all season. Mom, we love her. I don't think we should say her name because there are some crazy Twitter people. So <laughs> that part <laughs> so, is true. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam. What? I've never experienced that. No, Sam. Right off the bat, we're not burying the lead. I do have a problem with you, okay, and we've not talked about this pre. I hear it. Okay, I have a problem I'm that my boyfriend, my boyfriend Steve, yeah. is creating music videos for you on Twitter right now. Oh my I don't god! Know, yeah, I haven't no. even been able to see it. I've tried to open it, and it's not even opening. You have not seen your love song no. from Steve yet. No, I wrote back and I said, this is so amazing, but it won't open. Oh, come on. Well, then you're going to have to wait until this show is up and edited <laughs> later tonight because bloop. The song is dedicated to Miss Samantha Murphy. Hope you enjoy. Miss you. I'm not good with words. But that's nothing new 
Still I have to try to explain what I want to do with you With you Run away with me let me be right out of town Let me be the place that you hide We can make our lives on the go Run away with me Texas in the summer is cool We'll be on the road like Jack Kerouac Looking back Sam, you ready? Let's go Get the car packed and throw me the key Run away with me Sam, I know it's fast But I'm in love with you Sam, it's crazy, but Sam, I'm crazier for you I have these plans, Sam, I have these plans the house that we build on a bay when we run away Let me be a ride out of town Let me be the place that you hide We can make our lives on the go Run away with me Mississippi mud, watch me slide Romeo is calling for Juliet, ready, said Sam, you're ready, let's go Because, you know, I heard that Steve had said on an interview that he really ran things in the cave and he really manipulated all of us all the time and um, that one of the things he did to win over us women was sing us love songs at night. And there was a song he used to sing in the cave and I figured, hey, Steve, I think you should probably put it on Twitter. Give me a little love. It's the Sam song. So I haven't seen it yet and I want to. So. It it is the Sam song, and we are going to pick that up. It figures, such is our life. The second we go live, Lauren makes it. <laughs> I'm Lauren. Um, I guess I'm from opposite worlds. I don't know how to explain myself anymore, but yeah, Lauren from Kansas, and um, I am not technology savvy, and it took me 45 minutes to get this all figured out. So. <laughs> so no, nobody's going to be following you on Twitter, is what you're saying? You do because she doesn't know what it is. She's from the past. It's at ks two cali twenty five. Okay, all right. We are. We will have the. Yeah, yeah, we will have the links below. We were saying before, Lauren, that we think um, it is because you were in the past for a while that perhaps if you would have got to go to the future, <laughs> then we could have had you set up better here on the on the Twitter. Because we were shocked. We were talking I agree. before. Yeah, <laughs> we were shocked to find out before, Sam, you have... Never watched a reality show before. No. Nor were you ever on Twitter. So how did you find out about this show? So I actually found your show or Opposite Worlds? Oh, well, I mean, I would love to make it all about me, but no, Opposite Worlds. <laughs> I, I found out about Opposite Worlds because the people who did the casting for Opposite Worlds had asked me to come in for a different show that was about a woman who was successful but couldn't find a boyfriend. And it was a show that ended up never filming, and they had my info, and they called me for the fierce competitor. And I thought, yeah, I like to compete. Let's do this. And 
And then it turns out we were in a cave. <laughs> you, you were in a cave. This is true. And uh, may or may not have come out with a boyfriend. I am not done. We're going to... We're going to go yeah. back to that in one minute because I feel like my other main point I really need to lead the show off with is, hi, Lauren, we really do love you. <laughs> we, just like to, we just like to be comedic here. We do. We are so glad, Lauren, that you came to come and talk to us because, you know, we were a little bit upset. It seemed like there was a little bit of something maybe that we didn't see um, that led to the voting off of Steve because, like, um, I don't know if you've seen the episode back yet, but you guys were kind of all like one big happy family, and then it came time to the voting, and the edit of it was like, "Get out, Steve! We don't like you!" And it, it like it came out of nowhere for you. So, what do you want to say about it? The floor is all yours. <laughs> Okay, first of all, I love Steve. He's great. He's hilarious. He was he was a good addition to uh, Team Epoch. But what happened is, when he came in week one, he came to me outside and started crying. He didn't want to go in. He wanted us to put in Wyatt, which we thought was a good idea. You know, Wyatt was the strongest person to go against Jesse. I agree with that. So strategy-wise, we already planned on doing Wyatt and Jesse, but um, Steve was given his case, and he says, I just want to be here one week, and next week I'll go against Frank, 100%. Put me up against Frank next week. But then when it comes time for to do a go against Frank, he's like, no, no, put Angela against Frank. Put Angela against Frank. I'm like, that doesn't make much sense. I think Steve could have crushed Frank in that um, in that duel of destiny. So anyways, he didn't want to go again, and um, I think he probably came to stay on that time to say that. So then when it was JR's time as protected, he didn't want it to be him again. So every week he said he would go in the next week, and then he didn't want to go when it came time. So then it's like we were going to put in Frank again. Um, anyway, so it was just round and round about him wanting to go in. His strategy, obviously, was to stay there as long as possible, but I guess it was just um, at that time, time for him to go. Okay, first of all, everyone, I love Lauren because she talks as fast as me, oh and I did not think that that was possible. <laughs> I thought so, it was you in drag. You, I was like, what? You, Who are you? <laughs> we are right here now, Lauren. I totally get it. Um, so, all right, so then I am glad. I am glad that now we have both sides of that story. Um, Steve, like Sam was saying right before you um, joined Lauren, that Steve was saying a little bit like he ran that cave. So oh. now go go ahead. Go ahead, Sam. Let's go back yeah. to that. And so, how do you run a cave? That's what well, I want to know. <laughs> well, you know. So Lauren, to update you, I'm not sure if I told you the other day, but from some of the interviews after Steve has left, he's very much said that he was running the show. That um, he manipulated us by, you know, saying how mean Wyatt was to him, and that that's why we wanted Wyatt gone, not beca <laughs> not because that was already originally the plan that he would be the best to take out Jesse. And then he said that, you know, he right. sang to all us girls at night, and you know, and that's how he <laughs> won us over, and that we gave him massages, which we didn't. <laughs> No, so, I think he said he gave you guys massages, if I recall. It was, no, but no. That, no. Oh, Steve. Sounds TV. like your TV boyfriend's a little bit of a talker, Eric. 
Yeah, well, first of all, nobody talk bad about Steve, okay? I'm just so, like, no. no, so we, we love Steve, but it was just a different, it was interesting portrayal of, I would have to say, I love Steve, and I think that Steve played his strategic game, because again, he did, he went and approached Lauren and said, I want to stay in, he went and approached JR and pled his case, and then, you know, was working on convincing JR to get rid of Lauren, you know, one of the other things that I'm a little confused upon, and maybe you guys can help shed some light for me, is that when we were voting that night, it was, as far as Lauren and I knew, it was between Steve and Frank. Were we voting out Steve or Frank? And JR and I had a long conversation that I believe was not aired, because I haven't seen the episode yet, about were we really, you know, going to ruin careers and crush dreams if we voted out Steve? Because if it was something that was good for him, I didn't want to do that, and I didn't know what was the right decision. But then JR told me, later on, which was maybe part of JR's strategy, I'm not sure, but that he had protected Lauren more than I knew, and that that night the vote was really between Frank and Lauren. But then I saw on Twitter the other day that Steve and JR were having a little discussion, and JR said, well, you need to ask Sam. She was the swing vote. I was down to get rid of Frank. So which is it, boys? It was a vote between <laughs> Steve and Lauren, or it was a vote between Steve and Frank? I'm a little confused now. Now, now I'm totally confused. What was the edit? Of, so the edit, the the edit of the show was it was between Steve and Lauren, right? Because Jr. was wavering. I mean, I know you didn't see it. I'm trying to remember, and we all know I have a horrible memory. Um, but okay, all right. I believe me. If Steve is awake, which I'm sure he probably is, I have a feeling we might get an answer to this, Steve. Perfect. Steve, uh, tell us, buddy. Tell us. Steve, <laughs> let us know. Um, so, go ahead, John. I know that you had some questions that you wanted answered while I work on bringing up fan questions. No, so the one person I'm not hearing a lot about, but I'm, <laughs> I'm getting his statuses on Facebook, is Charles. Right. He got his cast off. Did you guys know that? Oh, I did not know he got the cast yes, off. Yes, it's now in a brace. Oh, that's um, great. I knew do, that he said in five to six weeks he'd be able to walk. Yeah, poor guy. Do you guys ever keep in touch with him or? You know, um, so. saw him for like a half a second. I know. I know. We show. saw him for a half a second and he seemed like a really nice guy, but unfortunately we didn't get that long to get to know him. Yeah. He's very stoic. Um, very I stoic. Think, very stoic. I think he would have been a good competitor because I think he probably had a lot of like strategy game going on mm -hmm. I did get to talk to him the other day and he said his legs doing better he was watching from home he was rooting originally he was rooting for Wyatt and then once Wyatt got off <laughs> you know he was still watching and rooting and he said that um, he's doing well and he was so excited too about the following of the show and was really um, excited that how much people still wanted to hear from him even though he was off so early so I think that he's doing well and he said he really enjoyed it and I didn't get to ask him directly if there was ever a season two, would he do it again? But, you know, some people had made reference that maybe he would get asked to go back on if there was a season two. But I didn't directly ask him, would you do it? Would you risk it? <laughs> uh, okay, so, do to do to do do breaking news. Okay. Steve is in the chat room. Steve, if you want the question to be up on the... Um, on YouTube, you have to leave it below in YouTube, but I now have the chat room up as well. Steve is saying that he and JR would have voted for Frank if Sam did. 
and that uh, Steve and Frank would have voted for Lauren if Jr. did. Oh, okay, so all three were in the candidacy. So it wasn't just... Okay, so I guess that's clarification that both scenarios were happening. Okay. Okay. And since I have no memory, I don't know what Right? That means. This is a lot. Of, <laughs> we're getting a lot of new information here. <laughs> this, this, I think that... Um, <laughs> I just want all of you to get along, and I want you to right. watch Steve's video. Steve, oh, Steve I want to see it. I want to see your video so bad, Steve, and it hasn't opened yet, but I'm going to try again after the show. And, of course, we love Steve, and we're going to go watch him play Quidditch. Yes. No hard feelings. We still yes, love him. I, see, I'm going to say this right now, and I'll be honest. I thought, like, I watched that video. Uh, people are sending me that video to watch, and I'm like, now, wait a minute. Sam is flying into New York. Steve is posting I Love You song videos. I think Sam is meeting up with Steve in New York is why she's here. But then I remembered Steve is not in New York anymore. Steve is in L.A., I believe, now. So you're all just moving all around. So <laughs> Right. So Steve it. and I... Okay, just to, to get it clear, so, you know, my people don't have to tell you. I'll tell you myself. Your Rumors people. are false. Steve and, I are, <laughs> Steve and I are not having a secret affair. <laughs> well, that sounds like a promise, not a rumor. <laughs> She's no, lying. I'm She's kidding. lying. <laughs> like, uh -oh, uh -oh. Lauren, Lauren is stirring we, the pot again. Lauren, we were supposed to keep this on the DL, okay? <laughs> was there, I mean, this is a huge question that we get all the time. Was there any type of showmances that were happening on that yeah. show that we didn't see? Because we, we got to see nothing. I mean, I we're being honest, you. we didn't see a lot. I, I think people didn't see a lot in the sense that it was really a lot worse in the cave than people think, and there is no way anybody was hooking up with anything in there, smelling like onions and poop and everything else. There's <laughs> no way there was going to be a romance. I wouldn't even hook up with my boyfriend in the cave. Well, and something that is hilarious, and I'm sure we're able to tell you guys this, is so one day we're looking around the cave, we're trying to just get on with daily life, and we find a box of condoms. We're like, give me a break that somebody here from the staff thinks that some of us are going to utilize these things. We are gross. We will not need these. <laughs> wow. How does that work? Like, where were you all like, what, what is double. this? I have to do a double fist to right here. I have them. Oh, actually, the one. condoms... <laughs> The condoms were great because we made a game out of the condoms. We blew them up, and we tried to see how long we could keep it up in the air without it falling down with our legs and hands just laying in the cave. So it was a fun game. It was a were fun they pre-lubed? Were they sticky in the dirt? What's you know, they. I don't. Know. I think there's a little. I think there's a little lube action. You know, I'm not sure if they spent the extra bucks and splurged on us or not. They could have been so non-lubricated. Magnum. No magnums. You know, I don't. I don't know. Whether or not anybody needed magnums, I'm not saying they did or didn't. I don't. Or little I don't ridges, know. little ridges on them, little. Oh, bumps. yeah. For well, her everybody, her everybody there was in a relate. <laughs> like every, all the guys there. Oh no, I guess Jesse wasn't. Oh, um, I think we are. Mm, yes, do it. I mm, no, I don't what? Like, do it. Like, what? like here, let's say this because okay, like Lauren. If there was any question I wanted to ask you about Jesse, should I do that or not? You can ask me whatever you'd like to ask me. That's right. Okay. Go, girl. You so go, this, girl. 
this is a rumor, and we're going to say allegedly, and we don't know that this is true or not. <laughs> um, there was a lot of rumors going around on Twitter that you and Jesse had dated before Opposite <laughs> yes. Worlds. Was that true or not true? I'm just going to say in his dreams. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> there was no dating going on whatsoever. Okay. All right. Well, there you go, people. There you have it. That is like such, that is a question we get all the time. And I think like sci-fi is great about you guys answering questions. Like they seem to. So nice. So nice. And I feel like they're the best PR, the best anything we've ever dealt with. They really let you guys share all easy, the behind easy. the the scenes details, which are fun. And yeah. I mean, we, we love hearing about condoms in the past. Like JR, I think why is told us he climbed the tree. Like he jumped over into the future, which I think a lot of people yeah. know. Mm -hmm. Why yeah. is that in the future? Yeah. yeah. Maybe all that time travel made him crazy. Yeah. Um, all right, so I've got a question for Lauren <laughs> that I want to know, okay? And it doesn't have to do with poop or anything because I got all my poop questions answered from previous interviews. But it was really sad when, you know, you weren't picked. JR did not pick you, did not stick to your alliance. And we saw you, you know, get very emotional. What is your relationship like with JR today? Well, it better, not be, it better not okay, be that you, close. You were, <laughs> <laughs> you were breaking up a little bit, but I'm thinking you asked me, um, I was sad about the alliance getting broken up, and how is my relationship with JR now? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, I, I haven't talked to JR really since the show's been over, but I, like I said, it was nothing personal. I didn't have any hard feelings toward him. Um, he was playing the game. I'm like Sam. I'd never seen Big Brother or Survivor. I didn't know what kind of strategies. I just went with what I thought was the best thing to do. And JR was one of those people with, like, the entire time, we would pray together every night. We would pray together before all the things. So I never thought he could be so somebody to betray me when it really came down to it. So I kind of got to see a little bit of his true colors, but I mean, obviously it's all, you know, true colors in the game. I'm sure he's a good person outside of the game. So this so, was a very religious house. We've got Wyatt, who the Lord was speaking to and told him not to pick the sword up as fast. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were praying. <laughs> I'll, I'll say I'll say this. So I I'm gonna assume then that that means you haven't reached out to Jr. You guys haven't talked since the show. That we ha no we haven't. Um, we were in like a little interview thing yesterday together with uh, Frank, and so we just kind of chatted to each other like, "Hey, Johnny Rockets, what's up?" You know, but we know we haven't talked on the phone or texted or anything like that. But I I have no hard feelings at all. Okay, good. I mean, I I think we are in this, like, unique circumstance where we can never understand what it was like for all of you, and I can't imagine what it's like battling for, for money to have a one, and whatever chance at any amount of money that could be life-changing. So I don't all pretend to understand all the emotions that go into it. All I can say is for us being, like, this revolving door of reality people for the past four years... Trust me, in like a year or so, all of you are going to be best friends. Like, you're, I think the <laughs> feelings are going to die down, and you're all just going to look back and enjoy the experience that you all went through together. If the poop hole doesn't bond you, I don't know right. what will. Well, right. I, I think that overall, 
You know, and I, I think Lauren will probably join me on this. You know, we didn't watch a ton of reality before, and I think that we tried to not take things too personally. So, you know, I think if JR was to reach out to Lauren, she'd still be friends with him. And there really isn't anybody on the show that I've held things against or wanted to get off the show and say anything bad about. The only time I think that I've said anything is I have heard people say things about me that I will then address in a later interview, but not necessarily shit-talking on them. Just, you know, clarifying you started it. Right. Well, yeah. let's let's talk about two very, um, very, I'm, I'm going to go with opinionated okay. people on your season. And first up is one Mercy Merce. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> right. There's a lot of rumors going around on Twitter as well that she bought her Twitter followers because she went from like 100 to 10,000 in like two hours, <laughs> um, which she it, does where, not. How do you do that? How do you she do does that? Not, is yeah, that possible? She, you can buy Twitter. I mean, is there I'm a Twitter, website? Yeah, is there a website? Mm-hmm. You can buy Twitter followers. You can buy you can buy followers and views for anything. Welcome oh, to 2014. I'm gonna... <laughs> Sam, we need to I'm buy gonna... some people I'm because gonna... I only gonna... went from 100 to 200, so I'm losing. <laughs> I know. I, I thought that – I guess I feel a little bit better about myself because I, I was feeling pretty bad because Rachel's got 20, you know, 4,000 Twitter followers that I figured were from her gaming, and then I yeah. saw Mercy's, and I was like, wow, I, I'm not very liked. <laughs> since, uh, since you guys are all so religious, I'm going to buy you some for Easter. How's that? So okay, I'm going to go on there perfect. right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, now, well, here, everybody watching that is watching live, you all need to go add Sam and Lauren on Twitter right now. Go follow them, but... Do, you know what? Actually, do it on the edited show because then the links will be right below and you can just click it and we won't have to keep reminding you. But when you're watching this back, you need to go follow them on Twitter. Yes, um, do it. Please. Yeah, we fo so follow them away. Um, we got to get 10,000 today. Well, yeah. well good luck Without buying it. Right, without <laughs> buying it. So what was life like with Mercy is basically what I want to know. I'm going to say... Postseason, my interactions with her have seemed erratic, is the word I'm going to use. Like, they seem very showy and erratic and a touch crazy. So, what was it like living with her? <laughs> Sam. Well, you know, I mean, I don't know if it's fortunately or unfortunately, but because she was on the other team, we really didn't have much interaction with her. <laughs> um, the only time that I spoke with her is when we would do the get-togethers out front. And, you know, she seemed nice enough. I felt like I could definitely tell she was in a corporate role by her answers. You know, when Luke would ask her things, I thought she gave great answers, but very uh, diplomatic. Um, but, I mean, she was always nice to me. So... Um, a couple of my cave mates one night, I guess, when we were sleeping, said that they observed a couple odd behaviors, but unfortunately, I did not see that, so I can't verify or not. Maybe Lauren was awake. Maybe she can add, shine some light. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Lauren. Lauren. Um, I will also say that she used very big words, um, and she was nice out front, um, but her teammates always said there was a lot of crazy stuff going on, and I only watched one episode since I've been back, and it happened to be the episode where she was sitting at the kitchen table with them, and it did look a little uh, 
abnormal to me. But um, aside from that, I was up for a, one of the silent films, as we called them, because we didn't know what they were ever talking about. So we'd lay in the cave and we'd pretend like, oh, she's saying this, he's saying that. So I'd give some commentary for the silent films and Sam That's was sleeping. Hilarious. But there was a lot of um, body language, I will, I will say, um, with her and Frank talking in the kitchen. There was going this way, going that way, hair up, hair down, like all around. So we, you know, we were excited to ask Frank about it. And apparently the whole conversation, which I would say cave time was about an hour and a half, because um, we don't know what time it was, but I'd say an hour and a half of Frank being backed up into the corner in the kitchen with his face kind of turned like this. And um, he said it was all about hair, that her hair was all over the place oh. and he had to keep picking it up and he, it drove him crazy. So that was most of the conversation, I guess, for an hour and a half. Yes, because we heard that um, Frank has the OCD, which I well, can understand. Yeah. And this and is kind of what happened with us as the viewers. You know, Mercy came on. She was kind of a wallflower. It was like a Tuesday. Or it was like a, yeah. It was like Tuesday. a Tuesday, or when, yeah, Tuesday. And then Wednesday, it was in Jesse's face. And, and <laughs> you I'll better play... shut up. You better shut up, Jesse. So it was like, whoa, whoa. Well, and I'm going to play devil's advocate here for a second in Mercy's defense. She got one edit. And her, like, we went from nothing about Mercy. Like, they brought her out on the first episode. They said, hey, she's joining your team. We did not see her again until she was in Jesse's face screaming at him. So I understand. I, I do feel a little bit bad for Mercy because I get the edit that they gave her. However, post-season Mercy could turn it around because now nobody's editing you. <laughs> so, you know, come on, Mercy. All right. Jeffrey, what are our thoughts on Jeffrey? I'm going to let you go first, Sam. Yeah, I think that obviously my real first interaction was with, I mean, I had a few through the glass interactions with Jeff. And in the beginning, it seemed like, of course, I didn't know that there was an official alliance with JR from the beginning. But he also seemed really willing to tell me information, really willing to tell Steve information. So I just kind of figured that maybe he was putting his feelers out or maybe he was just trying to do that. I'm going to be in alliance with everyone. I'll give everyone some food and some info so that if it comes down to it and I need you, that you're there for me. I definitely think he played the card of, you know, being the villain, you know, or I guess some people will call him the rat, whatever. But, you know, I think that was his game plan. You know, I think that's 100%. He loved the show Opposite Worlds or uh, Mundos Opuestos uh, that he had watched in Chile and uh, uh, <laughs> Colombia, I believe it was. And so he had seen it. Yeah, so he had seen it all. He loves Big Brother. And so he went in there, I think, with the strategy that I'm going to be the villain. I'm not here to make friends. And so, you know, living with him and Frank the last week, they drove me nuts because, you know, they'd go back and forth like brothers, I guess, which cracked me up when I saw that episode. Jeff's like, we're like brothers. Frank's like, I got two brothers. It ain't you, you know. Right. Um, but I think, you know, as far as an individual, as a person, I think he's a good person. I mean, he works with children, for crying out loud, as a profession and does a lot to volunteer. But I think on the show, he played the character that he wanted to be. So I guess props to him for that. What What do you think, Lauren, about one Jeff Rye? 
Oh, Jeff Fry. Um, you know, he thinks he played this villain role and that that's the reason. He's <laughs> like, you, that's the reason I made it to the end. But really, he made it to the end because he wasn't a threat to anybody. All of us wanted to go against Jeffrey in the end. If it was us two, we, we knew we could beat Jeffrey doing anything. So he thinks, oh, I'm a villain. That's how I made it. But you made it because you weren't a threat and nobody cared. Oh, well, well I... I wasn't, gonna, I wasn't necessarily defending his position that that's why he made it to the finale. Right. Just, just his right. thing on the show. Because right. I think he made it to the finale because no. people yeah, thought yeah. they could beat him. We're clear. Right. Yeah, we're totally clear. And I get it with the whole villain thing. But I think that once you start in the game and you're the least popular one, don't you kind of want to course correct a little bit? I know that <laughs> I would. I know that I would. I would be like, America, these tears are real. Okay, right. this is my feelings and my heart being shattered. Okay, so what can I do for you to love me a little? I mean, right. Jesse figured it out, right? He knew, like, Jesse was like, "Oh shit, I'm least popular." Then he's like, "We should yeah. go. To the, we should go to the past. Mm -hmm. yeah. Should right. go to the past. Right. Yes, yeah. love for all. Let's share abundance." I cannot believe that you people are forcing me to defend these other people. Okay, so in Jeff Rye's defense, he probably knew from being a fan of Opposite Worlds and Big Brother and reality TV that the only thing better than redeeming yourself after being most hated, which he probably knew he wouldn't be able to do, is to keep feeding into it and then hope that you get brought to the end because people will take you there as thinking we're, no one's ever going to vote for him. And you guys had to know America was going to have a final decision which impacted the game like we did. Right. So, you know, and I think we had some idea. And, um, yeah, and again, I think that probably was part of Jeff's strategy. Again, I, didn't, I had never seen reality shows to know really that there was even a role of a villain. I only knew what Steve and JR would tell me in the cave. But they definitely made it sound like there were a lot of people that had done shows in the past that were the villain, you know. And I said, why would America like them? And they're like, America loves to hate, you know, loves to hate them. So, yeah, that could have definitely been part of his strategy. I want on all of your bios, on all everyone's bios for reality TV shows, I wanted to say, has seen a reality show before? Yes, no. Like, I need to know that answer. I would have been judging both of you so much differently had I known that. Because I thought you, I was like, oh no, they know reality TV. They are, they are saying these things, doing these things for reasons. Clearly, I thought way too much into it. You both were just actually really nice people. Yeah. Um, reality show. Okay. I'm sorry. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, which, which we, no, but we never really said anything um, that, that bad. That we, bad. Which yeah, is just, it's we just love like, Steve yeah. and we have to, yeah. I have to play into the part of don't go against Steve. That's my role here. Um, <laughs> so what now, there was on that last challenge holding up the, um, holding the balls, you two were paired together, JR was with Frank, and um, Lizette was with Jeff Rye. Now, wasn't there something on Twitter which I was like, ooh, that's a great question I need to remember to ask you guys. Oh, I know what it is. JR, you two picked each other, or Lauren specifically, you picked Sam so that JR could be paired with Frank to have the best chance to beat um, Lizette and Jeff Rye. Is that correct? 
Yeah, I mean, Lauren can answer yeah. too, but 100%. She and I had guessed that maybe there would be some choosing or that maybe there'd be some teaming up in the end. And Lauren and I talked about, you know, JR's ankles hurt. And if we want to give the four of us in our, like, final alliance there the best chance to get to the finale, not knowing what the scenario would be, that we should pair Frank with JR because Frank could help him more, not knowing what the challenge would be. Maybe it's running. Maybe it's carrying something. So we totally thought that that would be the best scenario for JR. You know, maybe it wouldn't have been the best scenario for Frank, but it would have been the best scenario for JR. Right. I'm sorry. I said so many names in that sentence. I did mean <laughs> I did mean you, Laura. Lauren, I know that you're the one that actually chose. So that was the, the theory behind your choosing, right? Yeah. So definitely, um, we had chatted about that, and we just knew the best chance for us four to make it. It is, you know, Frank carrying JR. We thought it was going to be an obstacle course, and we imagined and visualized a finish line, and we thought, okay, Frank's going to pick up JR and carry him past the finish line. And that was made very apparent. Um, you know, obviously they edited it differently because I asked everyone, hey, who wants to partner up between the four of us? How do we want to do this? And that's what we decided as a team. And when Frank went up there, I looked right at him. I'm like, you have to pick JR. And he made JR run around the table to make sure JR could run a little bit too. So they didn't show that either. But they definitely edited it to make it look like I had turned on JR and that me and Sam had something. But it was really still a team. We wanted to make it to the finale and then be individual. So we know that JR hurt his foot. How bad did he hurt his foot? I mean, was it as bad as we saw on TV? It, it doesn't seem like it was. It was bad when it happened. Uh, me and JR were running around, I don't know, probably close to midnight in the cave. And uh, Sam saw him go down. I came back around. And it was definitely immediately swollen. Um, he had to go to the emergency room that night. Um, I don't even know if they cleared him or not. But it was definitely swollen. It bruised up. Um, I don't know how bad it hurt because it's not my ankle. Um, I, I know, you know, my finger hurt. And it could have, you know, uh, ankle's a lot different. you got to walk and run around. So I don't know. Sam and I talked about it. We don't know if you know she kind of stepped up like a champ rock star that she is in the end to go in that duel um and it could have been frank and jr so i give her mad props for standing up and doing that and you know no one could know but jr how that ankle feels <laughs> i did see he just posted on twitter the other day um like a picture of it all swollen and said something like see you can't fake swelling but I believe, look, JR's a master of uh, the game of Big Brother and manipulating. He would, it would not be beneficial to his game to not play more into that injury. So I'm sure he definitely was hurt. I'm sure. I'm sure when there's $100,000 on the line, it doesn't matter if your ankle's swollen, your ass is going to go. But that being said, let's talk for a second and go all the way back to the beginning. What was running through both of your minds when you saw them bring out the freaking <laughs> paddle, the the uh, taser beams, what are they called? Zappers? The, like, electric shockers. Electric yeah. shockers. I, cattle prods, I think was the yes, one I was looking for. that's what they were like exactly. <laughs> what was going through your mind? Go ahead, Sam. No, I mean, my first thought was, okay, we're going to battle on a platform. It's going to be like gladiators. We're going to have some, like, Q-tip sticks, you know. <laughs> bam, bam, bam. Then all of a sudden, Luke Tipple's like, we have electric shotguns. And we're all like, oh, 
Okay. And of course, you have no idea how badly this is going to hurt. I'm imagining like someone's going to zap me in my arm. It's going to paralyze half of my body and you can poke me with your finger and knock me off the platform. That's what I'm thinking. And so until we got up there and someone actually touched me with the stick and you realize that it's not going to be life injury. Because the first thing they say is, you'll be wearing chest protectors to protect your heart. And you're like, oh. what the hell? <laughs> Oh my goodness! That is that is frightening. It was it was frightening for us watching. I know you guys. There was tons of Big Brother people that were tuning in for that premiere, and just like WTF was the sentiment going across Twitter that whole night because we were like, "This is insane!" But then I think it might have been Steve or maybe Jr. who told us, "Didn't you have to like hold the button?" down or something to actually make it tase so you really didn't have to hit somebody and tase unless you were holding the button down or something or maybe I got that wrong yeah no there was definitely a button and I don't think it would go more than five seconds um, at a time and then it would go off for two seconds and I think that was um, for protection yeah. but I was I was with you with the WTF why the face I mean my face was like ah! yeah like, we're not doing this. I literally imagine it being like the tasers that the cops use, and we were going to get tased and literally convulse and just be laying there, and someone's going to roll us off the platform. 100%. So I was like, ah, this doesn't seem safe to me. I'm not into this. I don't like this. This is the first challenge. Are you kidding me? Yeah. And Go ahead, Sam. No, I was going to say, and then as the night progressed, of course, I went first, but Charles went second, you know, so Charles had to go, but Lauren had to go after seeing the leg break, and then we had the finger, and then I had the shoulder, and it was just like one thing after the other that we're all thinking, what did we get ourselves into? What did we sign up for? That That is exactly what I was, that was exactly where I was going. What, <laughs> like, I can't even imagine what it was like for you, Lauren, then once we see Charles break his leg. Right, now, right. Yeah. What was there really a ton of talk, you know, after the fact? Were people really blaming Jesse for it, or is is everyone taking his word for it that it really was an accident? Well, let me say one thing first. When we walked up, this was my second moment of did I sign up for this? First of all, when Luke Tipple said, <laughs> Luke Tipple says, this is opposite worlds, and I'm like, didn't sign up for that. Okay, what is this challenge? Didn't sign up for that. Then I looked at JR. This is literally right as we see this challenge, and I said, someone's going to fall off that platform and break their leg. And he was like, yeah, it looks kind of scary. I'm like, no, it's going to happen. And literally, when I saw that happen to Charles, I was traumatized. I did not want to go up there. Sam was like, you got to go. You got to go. I'm like, I'm not going. I'm not going. And somehow I, you know, we had Sam and I, we were wearing these like cups on our yes. vaginas. I was and uh, we've never worn story. those. So it was kind of cool. <laughs> no, so, yeah. yeah. And so. Okay, so Lauren, yes, I'm going to tell it from perspective because she kind of blacked out from all the adrenaline. So Lauren's like, I can't go up there. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go up there. I said, okay, you just go to the bottom of that platform, and then if you decide you don't want to do it, you don't have to do it. And then I was like, and if you, okay, you get there and you run up to the top, and then if you get to the top and you don't want to do it, you just say you don't want to do it. All of a sudden, she's down at the bottom, and I can see her like in the zone. And I'm like, Lauren! And she looks at me, and she takes her fist and bangs on the cup that's on her crotch. And I'm like, there's my girl. She's ready. She's back she's in the zone and then she went up there and kicked ass <laughs> yeah I I think is insane it was insane and it was such a great way well not for Charles a great way but I think 
that challenge really locked people into this show. Like, we had no idea what we were in store for if that's how you were starting all of it off. I don't know how much anybody um, on no. the show knew what was going on so much either, because then it was like one person goes home, one person goes home, four people go home, right. six of you are going home. But, you we're know, like, what? We're- we're also used to challenges where you're standing on a block of ice, burp, 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 burp. We're holding on to like a, a boxing bag. Oh, can you hold on? Oops, we're you with mustard and ketchup. But tasering with vagina cups and crotches was crazy. Was crazy. Yeah. I agree. Yeah, it was pretty nuts. Um, but then to answer your question, sorry, I reverted out of there. But um, I don't think Jesse did that on purpose at all um i don't think he would try to hurt anybody break any legs anything i just think he wasn't using his head um and he thought he had this great strategy of blowing someone off the platform but he didn't really think about the fact that um you know if you blow someone off when they're not ready then you're going to go with them and it's going to be a not so great experience for either people um i think he learned that really quickly so um you know i feel bad for yeah both i of do them. think the one person that doesn't believe that jesse's sorry and does think he did it on purpose is wyatt and i think that Wyatt would probably stick to that till this day that Jesse did it on purpose. But I'm with Lauren that I think she's 100% right. He didn't do it on purpose but didn't think through the strategy all no. the way. <laughs> I Yeah, I mean, I I agree. I mean, to me, I know me, John... The Lord's all about forgiveness, right? So Wyatt needs to listen to the Lord some more. <laughs> I know that, John, you were so anti-Jesse all I season was. long. And I... I just enjoyed that I feel like he understood the game. Like Sam said before, mm-hmm. it seemed like like we said when he asked to go over to the past, I said to John, he's favorite next week and he knows exactly what he's doing. And from that moment on, I just felt like everything I watched Jesse do was very strategic yeah. and he knows reality TV so well. And I I like watching people play the game that get reality TV, and I like people that don't, but... Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, yeah. and when the next time Jesse started crying, oh my gosh, and I said something sarcastic, comedic, on Twitter, <laughs> Jesse called me out, and I like to be called out when... <laughs> uh-huh. And I gained a whole new respect for him, so... <laughs> yes, well, he is... He, uh, I mean, uh, people either seem to love yeah. Jesse or hate Jesse, yeah. is it's very much like a Jeff Rye situation, or yeah. a Mercy, like you're either loving him or hating him. Right. So it's like my licorice. It's like like black, black like black licorice. <laughs> Is there um, any other things from the show that either of you feel like you want to clarify? You want your side of the story out there on? I Sam, think. I to you first. Go ahead. Yeah, I think one of the things that I really want to clarify because it's something that Jesse has talked about, that Lisette has talked about, and I guess Danielle, whether or not she said it or just sided with them, is a lot of talk about Jesse and Lisette saying that I was just a floater, I didn't have a plan in the game, that I wasn't a competitor, and a couple of things I'd just like to say about that is. You know, because I didn't fight, because I'm not loud, doesn't mean that that wasn't, you know, that I didn't have strategy. I knew that Jeff and JR had an alliance at the end because I knew that Jeff lied to me about Steve telling me that he's the one who told them that Frank and Angela was going in. 
So I knew immediately that I think JR was the liar, at least I thought, but it didn't really benefit us to argue about it or fight about it. You know, and so my strategy was once I know that somebody's lying to me or something, I'm not going to confront them. And I think Lauren was part of th this way too, that we're going we're gonna to take that info and we're going to note it and we're going to keep it there, you know, so that like I know where to put that in my next play and when you're trying to get me to do something. And also I think it's interesting that both Jesse and Lisette just go on to say that I'm not a competitor. Well, number one, I went into the Duel of Destiny and, and Jesse said that the only reason I won is because I, I, I won because of Frank. Well, I'd like to say then that the only reason they lost is because of him. So um, <laughs> if, that, if that's the way it is, if it's a one-person thing. And also, too, you know, just to say I'm not a competitor, I went into that Duel of Destiny. I was willing to go into every challenge. I performed great at all our worldly challenges. I always helped around the cave, cooking, cleaning, making myself useful, things like that. So, and also cleaning too, the poop I was hole, you know? cleaning the poop hole. And you know, if there's nothing else to say, is I was there longer than both of you, so I did something right. Ooh. Also, um, go ahead, Lauren. Go ahead. Yeah, I was gonna say just surviving in the cave for what 38 days or however long. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I think, we basically did Survivor. We should have won a million dollars from just being okay. in that damn cave. Yeah, I, Lauren, thank you for bringing that up because that's completely a point. As far as the girls are concerned, like just the fact that Lauren and I spent so much time and then after Lauren left, we were still in the cave a little while, or I guess it was only one day, but Lauren and I spent the most time of any female on that show in the cave. I mean, we were in the cave the whole time. And those yeah. girls, those girls from the future team, when they got into the cave within 12 hours, Danielle was crying oh, and, Danielle. I, and we were told, I didn't see it firsthand, but we were told that the other two women were not handling it very well either. So I think just from that aspect, I would never talk bad about their game or their strategy, but I think that you have to respect the fact that I am a competitor, I am a survivor, yeah. and I did something right. <clears throat> okay, so I have a quick question. So, did, and this is for both of you, because you've lived in the past for so long, did it surprise you how well you adapted? Did you... <laughs> Impress yourselves by going, whoa, not only can I rock fur, but look at where I'm living, and I, I can handle it. Lauren, you first. Um, yeah, I mean, I was super impressed, and I knew if any of my friends or family were watching at home yeah. that they were, they absolutely did not think I would last more than a day there. I'm a high-maintenance sleeper, so I think that was the biggest uh, <laughs> challenge for me. I mean, I need, like, earplugs, eye mask, my fan, my biggest fan wasn't with me and that's my little red fan that I take everywhere. Um, I even take it on planes and every time I have a sleepover I got my fan with me so I mean not having those things and not having blankets and pillows, I have nine pillows on my bed just for me. So um, sharing, you know, sharing a hay pillow and spooning Sam every night was amazing, and I probably couldn't have got through it without her. But yeah, I mean, it was tough, and so I felt like I, I literally was a survivor, and I was like, if that's the only challenge I do, then I'm a winner. I won at life. So hey, hundred percent, and I will attest to Lauren. I could see that change. In the beginning, sometimes she would wake up a little grouchy in the morning, you know, or somebody would step on her face. Understandable. You're a little upset about that. Watch where you're walking. You know, but toward, towards the end, we were just, okay, lay down in the dirt, whatever. We got one blanket. It's fine. We're used to, we might be burning more calories because we sleep like this, you know, shaking the whole time. And yeah. I 100% agree with Lauren. You know, we thought at some point we're like, 
the point of this game is to see if we could stay here for six weeks and not die. I think that's what it is because we can't <laughs> win at anything. And they've clearly, they've clearly stacked the teams against us. I mean, look at Team Kronos compared to Team Epoch. I'm like, they want us to stay here for six weeks. That's what they want. I'm like, oh, my God. you know. And then you just come to the point where you're like, this is home. We love it here. Yeah. Make I, the best. <laughs> I agree with you. I mean, I know that Luke was trying to sell us on like our preseason when we did a show with him. He was trying to sell us on like all the advantages of being in the past, which we weren't buying at all, or I wasn't buying. But so let me ask <laughs> you this. Do you feel like it was um I don't want to say if it was fair, uh, whatever. Do you feel that it was fair that you didn't have any sort of a competition to see where you would start playing this game? I know some people are upset, in other words, that half of you just got put into the past for no reason, and the other half of you got put into the future. Did you flip a coin? Like, what happened? Did you draw well, six? We didn't have we didn't have any part in that. We heard that there was a coin that was flipped, but we never saw that coin. No, I'm still I heard the I'm truth. still looking for it. No, that's not you what happened. So they told us, and I don't know if I'm supposed to say this, so I'm not going to say who told, but they chose where we were going to go based on how high maintenance we were. They put the people in the future that they thought couldn't handle it in the future, and they thought the people that could handle it in the past. But yes, I would have liked to see an individual competition where the top six went to the future and yeah. but then I guess that would make your teams uneven too because then if you have the top six most competitive versus the least competitive but um, learning more about Mundo Supuestos it's a lot more individual which would have been interesting to see you know because we really didn't have any individual competitions till the very very end Right. I mean, I, I was honestly going to say, when you were just giving that answer about pillows and blankets and your fan, which, P.S., for like the first 10 seconds you were talking about that, I literally thought you meant a fan. Like, go, oh, Lauren! Like you were bringing a fan with you. No, she needs the white noise! She needs the white noise! I know, but what I was like, if I was a producer on that show and I just read how Lauren needs nine pillows and a blanket, I'd be like, and Lauren's in the past? And <laughs> yeah. stuff like that, that does make sense to me that Lauren how big is your bed if if you have nine pillows like is there room for anybody else no I used reverse <laughs> psychology in all of my interviews I did reverse psychology I said that I could sleep outside I said all that stuff so I didn't give the high maintenance answers oh. um, and also when they ask you what you're most afraid of I said jumping out of airplanes and I love jumping out of airplanes so no I'm not gonna say I'm afraid I'm claustrophobic because I figured they put me in some coffin and throw me in the lake somewhere so yeah I re reverse psychology to oh. all my answers which yeah. is what probably ended me up in the past <laughs> Yes, and that's what bit you in the ass because they took us literally for what we said and put us in the past. I know. Yeah. I have a question for you gentlemen, though. So okay. I also was told, number one, I'd like to know how the hell Luke Tipple thinks it's an advantage to be in the past. <laughs> and then also I heard that he did an interview the other day on another show that I have not heard yet, but JR was telling me that he was really, well, and again, I don't want to put words because I haven't seen it, but that he was bashing Epoch. And so I didn't know if you guys had heard that or, or had any insight because I thought that is interesting. I did I did not hear any um, show that he did. I believe yesterday we were doing our Big Brother Canada show. <laughs> Check it out on our, on our website. Um, uh, no, I did not hear that. I don't think Luke is one to bash, so I would no. think. I wouldn't, I think, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. think so either. So I took that a little like, you know, it, maybe it was just talking... I guess he didn't approve of when I was protected putting in Angela and Frank. But again, you know, 
Right. Well, Angela wanted to go against Frank, and so was Team Decision. But I don't know. So I was just curious. I will watch the show and report back. Well, and I'll say this. Luke replies on Twitter. You just tweet Luke, and he will answer yeah. you. We oh. have... We have James on our shows a lot. James Wallington, who used to be on Capture, which was the show Luke hosted before oh, this. Uh -huh. mm -hmm. And they like to tweet back and forth all the time as well, is what I'll say. So uh, he'll answer you on Twitter is Perfect. my answer to that question. So, so I'm going to watch it, and then I'm going to tweet questions, and I will keep everyone posted. Keep, <laughs> yes, keep us posted and let us know. His Why he said the advantage to living in the past was that, A, it endears you to America, but it also makes you want to fight harder to get into the future. To which my reply was, there is only so hard you can fight, fight. when you're not given any protein or water or ability to sleep or anything like that. So it never seemed fair. I was never buying into it. I feel like the future should have had maybe something to make it just a little more balanced, like maybe astronaut food. Yes, like should yes, have just got same thing. That is exactly what I said. So on the same page. We love Elf, and I said, yes, <sighs> we should have astronaut food. So then you really yeah. debate where do you want to go. Yeah. You know, because right. maybe the past is really shitty and cold, but you have meat, because we would kill some meat if we had a real cave life. Right. right. Or even like the gum from Willy Wonka. Mmm, tomatoes. They needed to balance it out. But now, are you saying the past is was colder? Because I forget who I saw say it, but some maybe it was Mercy? I don't know. Somebody was saying the past was much warmer because of the fire and the future was freezing. No, Lauren? No way. That's a bunch of bull hockey. Um... <laughs> <laughs> um, it was, you know, there was a certain point when I think it warmed up outside where it got a little bit warmer, I think for both sides. But I mean, there were so many nights that you'd wake up and you're the tip of your fingers were numb, your toes, your lips were purple. And the only way you could even get a little bit warm is if you were standing inside the fire, like you would be crouched down trying to get in the fireplace. And so if you were like two feet away from that, you, you weren't getting any warmth. So everybody that was like on the outside, they were freezing. And we went in there when it was the coldest, the first day we were in there was the coldest day of the entire time. And you know, we were, everybody, go ahead. No, sorry, I was saying we were in there during the ice storm. Like they shut down filming because there was an ice storm polar vortex they like to talk about. We were in the past. It, it, it leaked, our cave leaked. We would have to like patch holes in the cave. It was freezing. We would hold our pee until we almost exploded because it was so cold. We didn't want to get up and go find a hole or pee outside because it was so cold. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't. Oh and I don't God. know why that was a secret either. Like I know that production has since come out and said it was filmed in New Orleans. So we're like all clear because that was the number one question we yeah. kept getting all season long. Everyone's like, "Where is it being filmed?" and we weren't allowed to say, but then thank God production came out and said finally New Orleans. I just don't know why that was such a secret, but yeah, it must have been freezing it, where you guys are. It Ugh. was, and then when it would get a little bit warmer, you were happy, but then you were attacked by mosquitoes. We also, we also had fleas in the past. I had flea bites at the end, and oh. yeah, it was, it was, yeah, so you wanted it to be like 50 degrees, so like not as many mosquitoes, but not dying of frostbite. Where are the fleas coming from? 
No, I think the they had to be from the hay or from the outside or something. I mean, there was oh. dogs that were in and around, but I don't know if they came from animal. They weren't living in the cave, but we would see them occasionally. So, <laughs> like a rescue oh next door? Or what? My God, this, this turned into Hunger Games for real. Oh or my God, brother survivor all uh, in one. When we first got on the show, and I had never seen a reality show, all of a sudden I was like, "Holy shit, we are on the Hunger Games." Like, that is what I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be, like, teams of two, fighting to the near death, you know. We're going to have some big silver conch shell where we go grab flint and water purifiers. <laughs> well, you you actually should watch the show that Luke did before this, Capture, yeah. with it's James Wong, like and that. that is the point of the show. Oh, really? That, that mm -hmm. is what it is. They take teams of two, you go into the wilderness, and you have to survive and hunt each other down. But you don't kill each other, really. No, well, no, because well, not yeah. yet. America's coming reality <laughs> TV soon. <laughs> we have no. a seance when we talk to James because he's dead. So yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's like laser tag, Lauren. It's like yeah. uh, you have like talons and you have to like smash them onto the person, then you've yeah, captured them, like, um, and it's supposed to be like killing them. But yeah, no, no. One day, I know a lot well, of people are saying. I watched uh, Catching Fire last night for the first time, so I think it's fresh in my mind. So I actually feel like they really were killing people. So I think that's why I felt like when you said that, it was real. Yeah, <laughs> I my answer to um, Hunger Games is I don't I don't enjoy it. I'm not a um, 14 year old girl. Now you guys can get away. With I am because so you are because you I are women, it. and I really it. I just it's not reality TV. So I'm only allowed to endorse reality TV. <laughs> um, yeah, I think that overall this season of Opposite Worlds was great. It was a new type of show that they brought to us. I know we. We all loved it. I know it must have been a little bit hard for you in the end, Sam. I don't know that you've... I think you maybe you did see that last episode, but your all of your diary rooms were like, I'm ready, and I'm going to compete with these guys, and I'm going to go out there, and I'm a competitor. And I was like, all right, Sam's going to do this. We got Sam. And then it's like, question one. So, right? I'm like, oh, <laughs> what is that? God. Trivia? I, as soon as they started asking trivia, I'm like, uh, they ask about the tomato challenge. Who picked up the shield first? I'm like, you know what? Lauren and I were trying to participate in this challenge, not watch it, okay? So sorry that I don't exactly know who picked up the shield last. Then they started asking about Duels of Destiny, which person got over us. So I'm like, you know what? I was only watching my teammates because, contrary to some belief, we put people in so that they would come back. So we're watching our teammate, cheering them on, and I'm like, I didn't know what the other person was doing. I didn't know Danielle got to the barrel first or Rachel got over the hump first. Didn't know. Didn't know. I was guessing. If you saw my face like this, that, that, was, that was guessing. That was guessing. Yeah. And I was like, I, damn it. So JR didn't tip you off on that one. Because I think, you know, JR knows these reality TV shows. Uh -huh. Yeah. No, that that no should tip. have happened. Yeah. yeah, he was also doing a lot of watching from the sidelines, if you will, so I'm not surprised that he remembered some things that others did not. Well, now to, to it, now in JR's defense, because here's where I can't feel bad for any of you. Number one, Frank never should have been brought to the end. I said Frank needed to be wiped out of this game so early, and I like you, Frank. I'm talking strategy now. He should have been, like, removed from the game to have a chance. But same thing with JR. As much as we love JR, you guys just kept carrying the injured person 
along. Well, Lauren, your team, they're carrying the injured person <laughs> along. What was your what was your reasoning behind that? Just because, again, good person and never watched reality TV? I think that probably was. <laughs> yeah, that I mean, I think that's what it was. Oh, go ahead, Lauren. Let, Lauren, <laughs> you go first, then I'll let Tim go. Well, I think it was because, you know, I think it was night one or two when JR and I made that alliance, and then, you know, Sam came into the alliance. So we have an alliance of three people. Like, as far as I'm concerned, I'm going to do whatever I can to get us three to the finale, no matter what that is. And when he got hurt, of course, I feel bad for him. First of all, he was running with me when he got hurt, and it was, like, a last-second decision. So I felt like, crap, like, he got hurt because of me. And um, and besides that, it was just, like, we formed these close relationships. So not only did we have an alliance, I thought we had a good friendship with all three of us too so Sam and I are gonna like literally carry him you know he was hobbling around we literally carried him and you know did everything for him the entire time so you think like based just simply on that he'd be like okay I'll take you to the finale when I have that option and obviously that did not happen so jokes on me well, and I think in addition to what Lauren is saying, we also had the alliance of three, and we knew that this game had become a voting game, or there were certain things where even just even though we didn't, we had to agree as a team just for who was the protected and who was going into the duel. So for that, we sort of needed Jr. You know, or at least, or then we would have needed Lauren and I to be two to be dominant. You know, so to keep those numbers of three on a team of four or five, I think that was a little part, part of the reason as well, as we wanted to keep him to bring him to have those numbers, so that when a vote came, you know, it would go the way that we wanted it to. What, John? It looks like you're dying to comment on that. No, I mean, I thought it was smart, too, and I kind of thought you brought JR also because he was injured, that if you both had to take him, all three of you, in a, in a challenge, you could. <laughs> well, that and that, if that yeah. was the strategy, then brilliant. I think what we're all learning is Lauren and Sam are just good people and are doing the right thing, and they don't realize right. how cutthroat and backstabby you have to be on reality um, TV. Yeah. Yes, yes. Next, next time you see us somewhere, okay. we're going to have a new strategy. Look, here's what, here's what you need. If you happen to find out you're going to be on a reality show in the future, you come talk to us. Or I'm sure JR and Steve could prepare you as well, but we will let you know how to do it. You have, you have to yeah. just, you have to play the JR a little bit, but you know, they never suspected, they never suspected from the, from the girls that the girls will like play mm -hmm. this nice game and then at the end stab yeah. you in the back. Because again, <laughs> unfortunately in America, when you do that, you get labeled a bitch instead of an amazing game player, unfortunately, which is again those damn today. double standards for I know. women. What the <laughs> hell? It's not fair. See how deep we're getting on this show? What I'm saying right? is we love you all. Yes. Um, so Jason Lee in the chat room, we just want to do one or two questions, then we'll wrap it up, says would either of you ever want to do a yoga class with Rachel or Alyssa from Big Brother or The Amazing Race? I'm going to follow that up with, do you know who they are? <laughs> um, if you don't, hey, does yoga sound fun to either of you? And go. <laughs> I love yoga. I just went to okay. yoga last night. I'm, I'm centering my chi after this whole cave thing, you know? So uh, <laughs> I just, I, I did the downward dog like it was my job last night. So I'm all about the yoga. Okay. Yeah. Same type of thing. Um you know, no insult to them. I do not know who they are, but I love me some yoga. So bring it on. 
Rachel is Vegas and glitter. And that is for the people that get Rachel. She, she is on big brother. Um, she was, she's like a very famous big brother, all star. She's also on amazing race, all stars currently, which is going on right now. Um, no, Normand wants to know, was there ever at all at any point, a plan to remove Frank from the game? Um, well, I guess for both of you, really, at both points, was there ever a plan to try and get Frank out, or was that never even on either of your minds? I mean, obviously, at some point, we needed to get um, Frank out, but we wanted to use him to take Jesse out, um, and I don't know where it was going to go from there. After we got to know Frank and realized what a good guy he was, there me and Sam were again, like, oh, this is a really nice guy yeah, who tells yeah. the truth. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, so Sam, same thing. Never, never. Yeah, you know, we we knew that he was a big competitor and that that possibility was there. But I think us being reality newbies and possibly female, playing a little bit with the heart, we were like, "But man, he's a good guy," you know. <laughs> so I think we knew it, but then at the same time, we did trust him. You know, he was mm-hmm. one of the few people that maybe lied about a couple things but nothing major and stuck to what we said we were going to do and once you know I got to the future and Lauren unfortunately was not there with me Frank pulled me aside and was like I can't believe JR didn't pick Lauren you know and Frank still was standing by my side then so I have to say you know it, it crossed my mind we knew he was a big competitor but yeah once he made it a certain point in the game I thought you know there might not be a time when we take him out and he was the one who gave we protected him a couple times but he gave me that opportunity in the end. And, you know, we thought that JR would give Lauren that same opportunity and it'd be the four of us, which we would have worked out and then dealt with then. Yeah, that is... Uh, I feel bad. I feel like I get it. I get why he did it. I feel bad that he did it to you, though, because you're such nice people and we do love you. Everybody loves you. You both have, you do really have huge fan bases. I know the majority of our questions Mm -hmm. that we get are always for you two or always comments about you two all season long. So, you know, we need to get you more on Twitter, Lauren, and Sam. People, everybody is going to follow them when they watch back this edited show. So, to wrap it all up, what do you, I'll let you go first, Lauren, what do you want to say to all of your fans? What do you want to leave them with? Um, You know, since I didn't know there was a fan-based show, that was another uh, one of those surprises. Um, so when I got back, I, I was super, super surprised at all the love from the fans, and I thought it was great, and, you know, I was honored that they were, were you know, had my back the whole time. I thought that was really cool. Um, so I just want to say thanks. Thanks for being there. Oh. I dig all of you. Okay, go ahead, Sam. What do you want to say to them? Yeah, absolutely. The biggest thing that was such an amazing feeling is while we were in the cave and throughout the whole show, knowing that we had America's support, that we got that decider vote was something that really boosted morale and kept us going. And it was an amazing feeling. And then when I finally got off the show and realized how much support was out there, friends, family, people who had never met me but just identified with me. It, you know, Even though I wasn't the winner, it made me feel like the winner. To know that that many people are behind you is so amazing. So I just want to say thank you to all the fans out there. They're what really, I think, a lot of what made this show and made it successful was a lot of the audience involvement. So I just want to thank everybody. It was so amazing, and it was a really great experience. Well, 
I know that. I have a feeling we're going to see you guys all back yes. again. Especially, you know, if there's... You guys are always welcome here. If there is an open door, if there is a show that you yes. guys want to talk about that we cover, <clears throat> feel free to come back on. I will also yes. say, I am working on trying to do a little sci-fi opposite worlds reunion show because we can kind yeah! of have we can Fantastic. kind of have 12 of you on at once it's just a matter of scheduling 12 of you at the same time which is going to be a little bit fun um but we are working on that of course um you know what john i'm gonna let you do your outro go ahead well thanks ladies for joining us we learned so much about the behind the scenes we now even know about vagina cups so thank you for that yes. <laughs> <laughs> and thank you for being on our show guys thanks for watching um you can follow me at comedy jonah yes so check out everything all of the links to lauren to sam are below this video right now in the edited version and uh check out our kickstarter thumbs up this video subscribe on youtube it really helps support our shows and check out that all new website where you can see all of our videos with sam and with lauren and with all of the other house guests where we're joking because we do comedic rehabs that is all <laughs> for today we will see you guys all on monday for our amazing race recap show at 3 p.m. Eastern. See you guys all then. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.